You got to stay prepared when you're going to the food desert that's your boyfriend's house. Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. Today on the podcast, I wanted to just really sit down, have a cozy chat, nothing planned, nothing too structured. The past few weeks, I've had a lot of guests. I've been guest interviewing as well, and it's been so fun getting to know people in the space, in other industries, and today it's just you and me, and I'm feeling calm and cozy, pumpkins in bed to my right. And I have my big old mason jars worth of green tea. It's literally the size of my head. And it's dragon well, of course. And I'm just sipping on it slowly. And in my mind, I've just been thinking about how life and all of the days the past week have been so hazy to me. Like I can't even remember what I do most days of the week. Ever feel like you're just kind of in your thoughts all day? Like you're thinking about work, you're thinking about your dog, your boyfriend, dinner plans, um, your upcoming trip. I have Bali planned. I'm always thinking about this business and my clients and my patients. And I'm just always living in my head that when I'm actually like in my life, I can't even focus on my life. That's how I've been feeling lately. And I I wanted to share a funny story with you guys this past week. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen this with me and my boyfriend. So it was like Friday night, I think. And to give you some background, my boyfriend doesn't really think about food a lot. Like it's never on his mind. He's always just working and working and working. And then it'll be eight o'clock and then he's like, oh, food, I must eat now. (laughs) So Basically, what I'm trying to say is he lives in a food desert. If you go into his apartment, his fridge is always like half empty or mostly empty with like things that don't go together. Like think a carton of eggs, maybe leftovers that have been in there for like a week plus and maybe like a bag of broccoli that's going bad. Like that's what's in his fridge and it's not helpful it, there's not really anything to make a meal out of most of the time. And so every time I go to his place, I end up like loading up at least one grocery bags worth of food to go to his place. I'm literally grocery shopping from my own apartment to bring stuff over to his apartment if I'm staying there for more than a day. It's really quite labor intensive, I must say. Like I have to think about my next day, like what snacks I need, maybe the veggies that he's missing, and maybe breakfast. So basically, I'm a little squirrel that squirrels away things to his place all the time. And so this past Friday, I went to his place having already eaten dinner because I get hungry earlier than him. So I ate dinner. I went to his place at eight. He was like, oh, I want to eat food now. I don't have any food. Should we go grocery shopping? And I was like, oh, of course. Great. Grocery shopping at eight. Would love that. Would love nothing more. And so we went grocery shopping and he went from calm hunger, like, oh, do, 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 like walking around, strolling our cart along together, buying some veggies and some meat. And then at the checkout, he was like, okay, I need to eat And we have all of these groceries, but it's going to take me an hour to cook anything. And so like, that's not going to happen. So he basically started to cross the bridge from calm hunger to antsy hunger. And I talk about this with all of my clients where it's like, you know, we can be cruising and like 
at the at a gentle level of hunger where it's calm and cozy and then bam you're at the bridge and you're crossing the bridge to antsy like hangry hunger and he was there and I was like nope I know how this feels I'm gonna be proactive and call a takeout place this Mediterranean place that does like kebabs and Israeli salads and I was like we're gonna get you one of these plates and we're gonna drive by because it's on the way home and we're gonna pick this up and eat and we did that and it worked out well and at first when we picked it up he was like oh let's go home and eat this and I was like nope home is 10 more minutes you're already at this place of antsy hunger let's just sit and eat it here because I know that if it was me I would not have been okay on the drive back and I would have been a monster. Long story short, this was like the perfect scenario where it's like that bridge that has been crossed that should have never been crossed, you know? And the timing, I don't know how boys live life like this, but like there's no sense of being proactive and foreseeing the next meal or defrosting something ahead of time. Like just no foresight, just like, oh, it's eight. There's nothing in the fridge. Let's go grocery shopping now of all times. So it, it boggles my mind. I don't know how they live life. I don't know if you have a boyfriend or like a partner who just is like so whimsical and lazadaisical about all of this stuff, but that's precisely why I stay ahead of the game. I stay prepared. And if you know, you know, you got to stay prepared when you're going to the food desert. That's your boyfriend's house. Speaking of partners and relationships and boyfriends, one of you guys, one of the listeners of this podcast reached out to me the other day and she's getting married in a few months, which is so exciting. So congrats to you. You know who you are. And she had this question for me that she wanted me to address on the podcast. And I'm going to read out snippets of it. And this might be helpful for anyone who it's wedding season, we're all either attending a wedding, we're having a wedding. All of the backlogged weddings from the past two years are stacking up to right now. So this this listener is preparing for her own wedding and she's been wondering how to approach food because she's feeling you know, a little bit stressed about this. So this is what she asked. Her question relates to habitual snacking and this is what she says. I am always thinking about food, a little bit obsessed, so I've been searching for freedom from that. However, my wedding is in two months, so I've also been trying to look and feel my best. Every time I get home from anywhere, even getting home from going out to eat, I always want a snack. I tend to head straight to the pantry, even if I'm not hungry. I always just want something to eat. And that's when I'll tend to eat a bunch of snacks pretty quickly without much thought about it. And then I start feeling guilty afterwards. It doesn't feel like a binge, but I just always want to eat and I think about food. A side note is she is, she feels like she's not restricting, but she does track all of her food on MyFitnessPal and counts her macros. She enjoys the foods that she eats, but it's all calculated and very clean. So when I get home, I'm kind of ravenous and wanting sugar. But sometimes I'm full when I get home from going out to dinner or something. However, I still tend to go for more food and I will try and eat fast before I can feel fullness. So this is a big question and I think maybe some of you can relate to it where food is always on your mind and even after you've eaten something, you want a snack. And 
in her situations, she's tracking and she's trying to eat clean foods and she's really mindful because her wedding is coming up in two months. And this is when the conflict begins. Uh, in order to be calm and relaxed about food, one also has to be calm and relaxed about one's body. And I know she's preparing for her wedding, so I, I'm sure she's feeling, you know, like she she needs to be extra intentional or extra uh, precise about what she's eating. And I feel like that's probably at the root of it. And here's the thing. I am a guest. I'm a bridesmaid at a wedding this year. And me, even as a bridesmaid, as a guest, I'm thinking about this upcoming wedding where I have to wear a certain dress. I have to take pictures. I have to see all of my friends, friends who are also my friends all in one place. Like that already to me evokes stress of like, okay, got to look good for photos. Got to see all of the friends I haven't seen in years. I got to be on my best behavior. I got to look my best, like make this face look a certain kind of way, do the hair. Like I can't even imagine you as the bride, like your pressure to look good in front of all of your family and friends and hus- like future husband. Like my God, I'm like literally like I'm getting like jitters. My body's actually like feeling jittery just thinking about it. So already for me, as this wedding is coming up for me in June, I I almost had to check myself the other day of like, Elise, what are you doing? Like, why are you exercising even more? Like, why are you being more stressed about food? Like even me as like a, a bridesmaid, I'm like checking myself with the food and the exercise. And it's like, no, like calm down. Like I don't need to change all of this or do extra stuff. Like just be relaxed um, because I was finding myself in a little bit of a, of like a spiral of like, I got to do more. I got to do more. I got to look great for these pictures. So girl, I feel you. I just want to validate that the pressure is real. I completely understand. But if I was feeling that kind of a way, I totally understand why you're feeling a kind of way. That pressure, I'm sure is like having a toll on you in a way that's also affecting your food intake. And I know you mean well, like I know you just want to be like an extra smidge more intentional, an extra bit more mindful. Like I know you're trying not to be obsessed with the food, but by counting the calories and counting the macros, I feel like it's only adding to the mental stress load when it comes to the food. And when you're mentally a little bit stressed, even when you don't try to be subconsciously, you're kind of creating a chokehold around the food, right? Like you're you're kind of probably limiting yourself in terms of portion, in terms of what you're eating. And I know you love the clean foods that you're eating right now, but sometimes, I'm sure sometimes you're like, man, I just don't want this like meal that's really clean and nourishing. I just want something heavier. And when those moments don't match up of like when what you want doesn't match up with what you should be having for that meal, that kind of grows over time. Let's take the example of being annoyed with your partner. Maybe they were supposed to take out the trash, but they didn't. Or they're supposed to pick something up for you, but they forgot. And all of these little annoyances just kind of stay with you. And if you're someone like me, I tend to not say a lot of these things out loud. So I hold on to these little annoyances. I don't verbalize them. And then after a week or a month or months have gone on, I will explode. And so same thing with the food. 
So with the food, it's like maybe you wanted a handful of chips with your salad, but you didn't allow yourself to. That perceived restriction comes out later on. And maybe that's part of what's driving your your desire to snack where it's like, oh, well, I didn't get too much freedom at my meals and now I want more freedom with the food. So snacking is somewhat justified and I'll just go for the snacks. But had you just had the handful of chips with your salad, maybe you would have been less drawn to the snacks. That's just one hypothesis. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like the person in a relationship that always verbalizes their thoughts and emotions of like, I feel this kind of a way because you told me you're going to pick up something and you did it today. And I'm going to say it in the moment in real time. That person that's like always very straightforward, transparent, will always say what's on their mind. They get it off their chest, right? And they feel this release and this freedom and this sense of like, someone hears me, they get it. I'm going to just now be able to let this feeling and resentment go. It kind of reminds me of the food. If you can like say what you need, honor your needs more throughout the day, I have a feeling your your tendency to go towards the snacks might reduce. But honestly, perhaps there's a part of you that's just not fully satisfied after your meal. For example, I know when I'm satisfied, when I feel like this deep calmness, like the sigh of relief, like, ah, like that was a really nice meal. And it really hit the spot. My light switch has turned off. I'm ready to focus back on work or I'm ready to walk my dog now and like really focus on walking her. But if I'm not satisfied after a meal, I can't really focus. I kind of feel antsy. I'm like, ah, when's my next snack? Like, okay, maybe I I can eat a handful of nuts or like, oh, should I just like get my bag of chips out or something like you know when you're like deeply satisfied versus like kind of hungry so do that check and see if that's part of it and honestly I had a phase where I was always snacking as well but as I look back on that phase of my life it was because I wasn't really fully satisfied after my meal and now that the past two years I will say have been the years that I've been really focused on intuitive eating Like I will eat a very decent meal and I like don't feel the need to snack until hours later. And that's when I like give myself a pat on the shoulder of like, Elise, nice. You ate more than you thought you could have and you really don't feel like eating anything after that. That's a moment of like deep satisfaction. So do that check. But honestly, I hear you, the stress of a wedding, like your own wedding at that. I completely get it. But let's just say that your body your current body is going to be the body that you'll be at your wedding. Like just imagine your current body in your wedding dress. How would that feel? And does that sit okay with you? I would say, I mean, I'm just going to think about me and my bridesmaid's dress, like me and my current body rock in my bridesmaid dress in two, in two months, which kind of lines up with your wedding timeline too. Like, I'm okay about that. Like, okay. Like, it's fine. Like I, what actually bothers me more about my dress is that I'm like so short that the dress is like kind of dragging on the ground. So I need to get it hemmed, but that's a me issue. Like I'm 4'11". So the dress doesn't look great on me because of like my height, but I can't change that. (laughs) But hopefully you 
at your wedding, like everything is already made for your current body. Hopefully like your dress is all hemmed in a way that fits your current body and you feel good about your dress and your current body. If that's the case, amazing. That's like ideal case scenario, right? Where everything is beautiful. You feel like a princess in your current body. Honestly, if that's the case, then so what if you don't lose an extra X pounds at your wedding? Like you're gonna hopefully still feel like a princess regardless. Here's the thing. If what you're doing right now feels easy, if what you're doing right now feels like just a natural part of how you eat and how you move, then by relaxing, you don't have to change anything. But if right now things feel difficult and you feel like you have to put in so much effort, then I can see how relaxing might actually feel really scary because what if your body changes? I guess going back to when I first tried on my bridesmaid's dress a few months ago and when I had those moments creep up of like, I should exercise more, I should be more thoughtful about my food, I actively tried to not think about those thoughts. I tried to logic myself out of those thoughts because had I engaged more in those thoughts, I would have changed my behaviors to a point where it no longer felt sustainable and true to who I am. If I change my behaviors just to look good for this wedding, then I would have felt really, really stressed out. I would have felt the need to maintain those behaviors and it would have had a chokehold on me. But instead, I didn't let a wedding in my future get the best of me. I just continued on my normal routine, my normal eating ways, and I can be relaxed today because nothing changed in the beginning to now to the future. Like nothing, everything is constant for me. So I don't have this stress around it. I know it's like easier said for me as someone who's just a bridesmaid, but I encourage you to... If you don't want to be obsessed about food for the next two months leading up to your wedding, think about what's serving you right now. Like what actually genuinely feels good to you? I challenge you to to do an audit of like what feels really good to me and then on the flip side, like what doesn't? Maybe the rigidity around your macros and your meals, maybe sometimes you do want that extra handful of chips. Like I don't know you personally, but think about what what could make you feel even better and less obsessive about the food. And maybe that means relaxing the macros a little bit. And maybe that means honoring your appetite changes. I know in your message, you said that you were on your period this week and most women on their periods, their metabolism revs up. So the week or two before your period, you actually burn more energy because your body temperature is one degree higher. And because of that, our appetite revs up too. And people are have been found to eat 600 extra calories a day the week or two leading up to their period. Honestly, if that's the case, I want you to practice flexibility. Our appetite changes every day. For women, our appetite changes based on where we are in our cycle. I want you to give yourself some wiggle room, especially right now, the week or two before your period. That's totally normal. Like your body will self-regulate. This increase in appetite is completely appropriate and normal. So I challenge you to, to trust your body and that the appetite changes or whatever it may be, I challenge you to just be more flexible based on the day, based on the week, based on where you are in your cycle and just have it match up to what your body really needs instead of just following the plan to a T. 
And honestly, I I want nothing but the best for you and for you to feel like a princess. But honestly, you will probably feel like a princess the most if you forget that you have a body. And I'm going to say this in a different way. So a lot of what bogs us down is we look at ourselves in the mirror or we like think something about our bodies and that drags us down and that brings our mood down. But I want you to almost put the focus on like the things that bring you joy outside of your body for the next two months leading up to your wedding. I literally want you to like immerse in all of the activities, all the people in your life that bring you joy and put less weight on your body and maybe even look in the mirror less, like do less, do less about the appearance stuff, do less about the weight and you'll have more fun leading up to the wedding because I know, I know appearance is the first thing that we see, but energy is the second thing that we perceive, right? A person's energy. I want you to go into your wedding with the most joyful, beaming energy. And if your body is the thing that's going to bring that down, like that is not welcome. Like we will not have that here. Throw salt on that. Don't, don't let that bog you down. So as you immerse yourself in more fun and more joy, and honestly, just like eating the things that you want with a little bit more freedom and grace and just being mindful of like, okay, this is how much that it takes to satisfy my body. Like go lean into that more. I don't know why that took me 15 plus minutes to answer, but I hope that helped. And (laughs) if you want more support, I have three extra slots in my calendar right now to take on new clients. So if you want to talk this through with me and if you want to really walk through food guilt and how to develop more body acceptance and not be so stressed about the food and body, hit me up and you can book a free discovery call with me. Otherwise, thank you for letting me into your ears today and more on this next time.